If you think about what we do in CrossFit, for instance, doing a shoulder to overhead can easily be translated into the real world as putting a suitcase up into the cabinet in an airplane or putting your groceries into the cabinet. Doing deadlifts is directly transferable to picking up a suitcase from the ground or picking up groceries or picking up your kids. It all transfers into activities of daily living. And when we improve our mobility, even if the focus is for training, we suddenly find ourselves being able to live our lives a little bit easier and and a lot more without pain. And it, it really improves your daily function and your ability to interact with the environment that's around you. Your health matters. Health is physical, spiritual, and emotional. It can be great and sometimes poor, but it is always a choice, and it is something worth learning more and more about every single day. My name is Caden, and my mission is to discover, learn, and share more about health so that we can all grow better together. Welcome to Choosing Health. Hi, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Choosing Health, sponsored by Excellence in Motion, moving you towards excellence by inspiring you to achieve your potential. I'm your host, Caden Sloan. Let's get into today's topic. So today's topic is built off of a response that I want to give to a comment that I received on one of my TikTok videos. So for the older generation out there who might not be as aware of TikTok, TikTok is just a social media platform that allows people to put short form videos for other people to watch and enjoy. And it kind of includes, you know, clipping together small clips of things with some background music and some words that pop up on the screen. Um, And my goal with TikTok is to make short videos that cover different areas of mobility and flexibility, physical therapy and all those sorts of things. And to kind of make it fun and interactive for people of all ages. And I posted a video two days ago, maybe it was yesterday, about shoulder stretches for CrossFitters. And I pulled some of this info from a coaches meeting that we had just had where I taught our coaches at M4G CrossFit all about the importance of mobility for teaching other people because our athletes need to have all those areas of fitness covered if we're trying to make them the best that we can. And so I posted this TikTok video And usually I don't get comments at all. I'm not super popular on TikTok. I rarely get above a thousand views on some videos, which is fine with me. I still enjoy doing it. It's a lot of fun. But I get a comment from this guy, and and maybe the name will sort of give away the, I'm going to be a little snarky here, but the intelligence level of this person. But their TikTok handle is Big Daddy Reynolds. Okay, so already I'm like, wow, I can't wait for this treat that I'm about to enjoy. And it reads, if y'all just lifted properly, you wouldn't need all that nonsense. And so initially I'm thinking to myself, is this guy serious or is he just trolling? And he may just be trolling. He may be a very sad, lonely man who sits at home and just scrolls through things that he can make fun of for no apparent reason. And looking at his profile pic... You know, he's, he's flexing a bicep, so I assume he's probably a, a frequent flyer for Planet Fitness, and that's totally fine. But the notion of calling stretching nonsense and specifically targeting CrossFit is something that I definitely want to respond to because I feel like it's a very common theme amongst people who are, I, I won't say 
I'll say ignorant. And ignorance isn't a bad thing. Ignorance just comes from a place of not knowing or understanding. So, in thinking about, you know, this this idea that, you know, CrossFit is nonsense and if we would lift properly, we wouldn't need to stretch, um, there's two things that we can attack this from. And by attack, I mean address. There's first the idea that CrossFit teaches poor lifting and that's why people are getting hurt. And from this guy's perspective, if the lifting wasn't bad, they wouldn't need to stretch. I have two problems with this assertion. The first one is that, yes, you can have bad coaches who teach bad lifting, not only in CrossFit, but in lots of different areas. I've seen high school strength conditioning coaches who, quite honestly, are abysmal at their approach to weightlifting, and it's it's quite apparent. And so you get that anywhere you go. But even if the lifting was bad, that does not necessarily mean that, even if, if it's good or bad, that you shouldn't be doing lifting. Lifting is, or lifting, stretching. My bad. Sorry, guys, I got distracted. It started to rain outside, and I'm like, whoa, it wasn't like that earlier. Um, so stretching should be incorporated into every physical activity that we do as humans because as we strength train, as we do plyometrics, as we do agility work, we are basically putting our bodies through trauma and that trauma can cause soreness, adaptability, different physiologic changes that occur in the muscles that need to be addressed outside of the training session. And that includes working on our capsular restrictions, our muscle tightness, our ligament soreness, how we position ourselves, because our training only accounts for what, like a 12th of our day. If we do it like in, in our waking hours, if we only do it for an hour of our day, we're spending a very small amount of time actually training and the rest of the time doing who knows what, maybe sitting at a computer or lounging around on our couch at home. And our resting state is putting us in these poor positions that warrant needing to focus on mobility and flexibility. So the idea that someone can say that, one, stretching is nonsense and we wouldn't need to do it if we didn't lift poorly is stupid. Also, you need to look into it a little bit further and f- maybe find out more about CrossFit or any other training program before you start throwing shade like that. But what it leads me to are the reasons for this podcast episode, and they're the three reasons that you need to own your mobility. And I use the phrase own because it's very individualized. You as a person have to decide how much you want to devote to your mobility and flexibility in order to increase either your performance or your quality of life. So we'll go ahead and just dive right into the first one. I have number one of our three reasons that you need to own your mobility is increased body awareness. So when you start to spend time focusing on your mechanics, your mobility, your flexibility, your range of motion, you start to really hone in on this sense of body awareness, kinesthetic awareness. And we in the medical field, and you may have heard this word before, we call it proprioception. It's the awareness of your body in space. And a lot of times people don't even, who have bad mechanics, don't know they have bad mechanics because they don't pay attention to how their body is moving. When you start to devote more of your time and your effort and your mindset towards working on your flexibility and your mobility, you start to become a lot more aware of your body positions, what feels tight, what doesn't feel that great, and it actually translates over into better performance for your lifting. 
all of a sudden you realize when you sort of put your arm overhead, you're not going all the way where you should. And maybe that's because of limited thoracic extension. Maybe your lats are too tight. And those aren't things that you would have recognized otherwise if you hadn't spent time on the mobility itself. So that's number one. Number two, improved daily function. The goal of physical therapy, and this is one of the main reasons why I'm so passionate about it and why I want to do this as a profession, is outside of the training environment, what we do for people is teach them how to create an environment for their life where their function in anything outside of their training is improved. If you think about what we do in CrossFit, for instance, doing a shoulder to overhead can easily be translated into the real world as putting a suitcase up into the cabinet in an airplane or putting your groceries into the cabinet. Doing deadlifts is directly transferable to picking up a suitcase from the ground or picking up groceries or picking up your kids. It all transfers into activities of daily living. And when we improve our mobility, even if the focus is for training, we suddenly find ourselves being able to live our lives a little bit easier and, and a lot more without pain. And it, it really improves your daily function and your ability to interact with the environment that's around you. The third and final reason that you need to own your mobility is to increase your performance. So if you're listening to this podcast, you are more than likely somebody who's healthy and active and who is doing something physical for themselves five to six times a week, maybe three times a week at minimum, but you're moving and you are trying to make yourself a better version of what you used to be. And to do that, if you want to increase your performance, if you want to see yourself grow and get better, the things that you are potentially lacking in, you need to focus on your mobility and your flexibility. These are two components of fitness that no amount of great eating or technique work or hours in the gym is going to fix. You may have really, really strong lifts, and you might be getting away with these strong lifts with really poor form and poor mechanics and poor flexibility and mobility up to a certain point, and then you find yourself at a plateau and you're not understanding why you cannot break through. And part of the reason is because you may lack specific amounts of hip external rotation shoulder flexion, shoulder external rotation, maybe thoracic extension, maybe your ankle dorsiflexion is limiting. These are the small things that turn average and good athletes into great athletes and people who really step up into that next level and see themselves growing well into their years of, of competing or just doing their sport for fun. You have the potential to really grow into a well-rounded athlete if you start focusing on your flexibility and mobility today. You need to own it, you need to make it yours, and you need to make sure that when you're going through your training cycles, that this becomes something that's almost second nature. You warm up with joint mobilizations, you end with stretching. These are things that should be automatically incorporated into your training environment. And this is a call to action for coaches and programmers out there too. If you're not at least, at minimum, two times a week programming in some sort of flexibility or mobility training for your athletes, you're doing a huge disservice to them. Especially if your population is 40 and above, you have a lot of people who are in those middle age years, they really need this. 
because it's what's going to help them stay on that low trajectory over a distant horizon that's going to help them kick ass into their 90s. These are things that we really need to focus on and make sure that we have hammered in. If you guys can't tell, I'm really passionate about this kind of stuff. I think it's important for people. I, I, if anything, I feel like it's one of the more important aspects of fitness and personal training and in anything that we can do as healthcare providers and professionals to help people live better lives. It, we need to focus on this kind of stuff. And almost this is almost like my plea to anybody who will listen to, to really make this a priority. So those are my three reasons that you need to own your mobility. This, this comes from a place of caring and passion. It comes from the mindset of being in defense of movement and quality movement so that you can live the best life possible. So I appreciate you guys listening. I cannot wait to get out the next episode for you all. And until then, thank you for choosing health with me, and I will catch you in the next one.